0: Hello, and welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast. I am your host, Taylor Tozak, women's transformation coach, breathwork facilitator, and embodiment mentor. Here to guide you on the journey of coming home to who you truly are so that you can live a life as the most authentic, abundant, and aligned version of you. By listening to this podcast, you will gain more self-awareness, break past your subconscious blocks, fear-based stories, and limitations that are holding you back from living the life that you truly desire. You can expect to walk away feeling more connected and aligned with your purpose your body and your authentic self we will be having conversations about everything energy mindset emotional intelligence shadow and inner child work and the conversations that you need to hear to take a look within and reclaim yourself as a powerful being and conscious creator by listening to this podcast you will learn practical and implementable tools to help you create your life by design and not by default. I am so excited to have you here today. And Now let's dive in. Hello, 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 my sweet darling friend. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having yourself a fabulous day, whatever time of day it is. I'd be super curious to ask you as well, what time you listen to these podcasts? I know I release them around like 6 a.m., but if you want to message me and let me know, are you a morning podcast person, a midday podcast person, or like the end of the day? I before when I listened to podcasts, I'd listen to one every single morning and it'd be like on my way to work, and that's how I got so much information in my brain so quickly. So I was learning really rapidly, I was learning more about myself, I was learning more about entrepreneurship, I was learning more about mindset and energy and emotions, and I think that podcasts are such a powerful platform that we can use to accelerate our learning and our growth, and I know for myself personally, I love, love, love reading, but audiobooks have been my new jam. So I get a book from Audible every month now, and I'm aiming to read one a month right now, but listening to audiobooks, it's made it a lot faster. So this is not a marketing promotion. This is honestly me just telling you guys <laughs> that I fucking love audiobooks and podcast. But anyways, I digress. I'm going to get right into this episode and it's going to be all about imposter syndrome. And so this is a requested topic from a few of you who are my clients who are interested in working with me, but you're on the fence about kind of like fully gone all the way into your business and so I wanted to first start by breaking down what imposter syndrome is and what you need to do in order to kind of like work on overcoming it building yourself up to feel like a confident authority and some actual practical tips that you can use to help yourself feel safe and more comfortable being seen especially online for example so when i started my business i started working in person with people as a personal trainer and as i hired my first business coach i realized that it was possible for me to work with someone in a different part of the world than me and it was possible for me to run an online business and i'm like holy shit I can do this too. And so I learned about the online space while working with my first ever business coach. And at the same time, I was working with my first ever life coach. So I was doing a lot of inner work while working on the outer work and working on actually creating a business, launching a business, building a program, pricing my offers, actually talking to people, doing sales calls, doing all of the practical things that are required to launch and scale a business. And along the way, I was doing my own inner work. So I was working on healing my relationship to myself. I was working on healing my relationship to my emotions. I was working on processing emotions and doing inner work around worthiness and my inner child and my core wounds and my self-belief and my self-identity and the way that I saw myself and what I actually wanted in my life and what were the things that were getting in the way. And so I'm incredibly grateful that I had these two humans that were supporting me in not only the practical side of things but the inner side of things because if I had just tried to do the business work only just focusing on the strategy there would have been a lot of self-sabotage that happened along the way because I suffered from imposter syndrome it was like well who am I to do this who am I to do this even though I feel like I'm made to do this who am I to do this and that was a question I asked myself consistently like i don't feel like i know enough i don't feel like i'm anything in comparison to all these other coaches who have been doing it for years and years and years and there's so many other people out there and why would anybody listen to me and what does it matter and like all of the inner feelings and stories around me not being ready or me not being enough to actually help people but underneath all of that was this powerful inner knowing that i am made for this i am here for this And I want to do this. And one of the things that came up in a podcast quite a while ago, it was the the Life Coach School podcast with Brooke castillo And she was asking the question in a podcast, like, are you meant to be a life coach? And she asked three important questions, which are, do you love personal development and improving yourself? And I was like, fuck yes, I do. That's my favorite thing to do. I listen to your podcast every day. (laughs) And the next one was, do you love helping people? And I'm like, yes. Every time I learn a concept, I feel like I need to share it with people and that I want to help people and I want people to feel the same ways that I do. And then the third one was... More so related to business and do you want to work for yourself or do you want to work for a company? But all three of those were just like full fuck yeses for me And so I'm like I have to get over my imposter syndrome because I'm doing a disservice to all of the people that I want to help By me just like hoarding my knowledge and saying like all right, I know all these things But if I don't share them, what's the point? I think that goes back to the quote that, like, knowledge is power. Absolutely knowledge is power. But selfish knowledge is the problem, is when we learn these things but we keep these concepts to ourselves. And applied knowledge is true power. It's when you take what you know and you actually implement it. And as you implement it, you share it and you show other people what is possible for them too. And that's why these platforms are so powerful. So like even creating a podcast and sharing your gifts and sharing your knowledge and sharing your wisdom or doing it through social media and sharing stuff through things like Instagram or Facebook or email marketing or YouTube and whatever it is that you want to use as a platform to actually share your voice is going to be the key to waking up consciousness in humanity. And so we all have something unique within us that we are meant to share because the way that you share a concept is going to be different than the person before you that shares the concept. Because not only are you bringing your unique voice, your unique energy, your unique experience, and your unique perspective, all of those things in combination, you can hear a topic and a concept from someone and it lands perfectly but there may have been times before and before and before that that you've heard the exact same concept but it never actually landed with you and so that's why your voice matters because there's going to be people that resonate with you and your energy and who you are and your story and how you share things but if you're not sharing things it's not because you're not ready. It's not because you're not good enough. It's not because you aren't good enough to do it. It's because there's some stuff underneath the surface that needs to be healed. And so I'm going to dive into exactly what that is. But preface it by saying that imposter syndrome is the feeling of who am I to do this? The I'm not good enough. I'm not ready. I don't know enough. I don't, like, I don't think I am that person type of vibe. And the truth is is that underneath all of it you fucking know that you are you fucking know that you are and so this is when you get into the things of you get into the self-doubt spiral basically and the self-doubt spiral usually shows up when you are about to do the thing you're about to share a video on instagram you're about to share a post you're about to write about something that's super fucking exciting for you you're about to launch the podcast you're about to launch the program But then the spiral of thoughts around what if I'm not ready? What if I'm not enough to do this? What if people judge me? What if I do this and nobody signs up? What happens if I go through all this work and nothing actually works out? And you start to spiral into the stories, which ends up creating this huge feeling of discomfort and anxiety. And it makes you want to be small and like trap yourself in the corner and not ever talk to anyone again. And so when those thoughts arise, that's where the inner work is required. And so the reason that we have imposter syndrome is because you don't feel like the identity of who you want to be fits the identity of who you currently are. And so that's why a lot of the time when you have previously lived this life where maybe you were like me and you were rebellious and you never thought you were going to be anything with your life, maybe you were just like not really caring. And then all of a sudden it's like, holy fuck, inner work and personal development and I can self-create and become who I want to be and I'm not the victim anymore and I'm actually the creator of my life and mind blown. And you start working on yourself and actually creating these amazing results but you're worried that everybody's going to see you as who you used to be rather than who you are and who you're becoming. And so the seed gets planted of, well, if people see me this way, well, why, why would anybody listen to me? And so the truth is, is that your identity hasn't lined up with who you are yet. And that's why we self-sabotage as well is because even though we're working on creating who we want to be, there are still components of who we used to be that are in, in our belief of ourselves. And the thing that we are most moved by is our identity because our ego is constantly wanting to prove and find more evidence that we are who we say we are. And so if you say something along the lines of like, well, I don't know if you guys can hear the cats in the background, but they are play fighting right now. And so anyways, if you say something like, I'm a procrastinator. Because there's been so many times in your life that you've procrastinated something and you start to identify with those actions and then it becomes who you are. So anytime that we say something like, I am this, it becomes a part of your identity. It becomes part of who you think you are. And the ego's job is to create evidence of this being the truth. And so your actions are always motivated by your identity, by who you believe you are. And so. If you believe that you are a procrastinator, you're going to create a lot of fucking evidence of that in your life. So the simple shift here is to say something along the lines of like, I have procrastinated in the past, or I have this tendency to procrastinate, or I sometimes procrastinate, or I've procrastinated things. And you look at the actions as separate from yourself, as separate from who you are as a person. And we do the same thing with, the way that we see ourselves in relation to what we want to do. And so I remember when I first started coaching, I had such a hard time actually identifying myself as a life coach. And when people would say like, oh, what do you do? I'd be like, oh, I'm a life coach. I I coach people and yeah, (laughs) yeah. I was so shy about saying it. I was so shy and so insecure. And I didn't fully believe it because I wasn't ready to claim that kind of identity yet because it meant shifting my way of being. It meant shifting the way that I saw myself. It meant letting go of parts of me that were holding me back before. And so I was actually having this conversation with my client on one of our first ever sessions because she's been certified as a coach and she's known she wants to be a coach and she's super fucking like ready for it, but she was not ready to claim the role and the identity of a life coach. And so, In our session, she's like, so do I start telling people I'm a life coach? I was like, yes, claim the title, claim the title. And she said it and she literally changed everything about her way of being after that. And she started signing clients and launching a podcast and getting her program developed and all of these things because she shifted her identity. She claimed her identity of who she wanted to be. And it took... it. For, for this one specifically, it took permission from a coach and someone who's been in that role before to say like, Hey, yes, you have what it takes and you've got this. And so a lot of the time we need someone who believes in us even more than we believe in ourselves. And that's why even the simple boost of confidence from a coach or someone who's done it before you can completely change the way that you see yourself. And so we're in this constant battle with who we've been told that we are and who we think that we are and that's why we have imposter syndrome because there's going to be these people around you that still see you from the lens of who you were in the past like your parents like your family members like your friends like your colleagues and then there's going to be this you inside of you that knows this is who i'm meant to be but you're battling with the two of them and so you have a hard time showing up and so this is this is where you can actually implement a practical shift, okay? So number one is, I asked myself this question as I was brainstorming topics for this podcast, which is, what helped me feel safe and confident to be seen as a coach? And you can input whatever identity that you're wanting to shift in. I made the podcast right before this one. How to create self-belief and stop getting stuck behind self-doubt, which is a perfect catalyst into this episode. But essentially the questions that I asked myself were what's helped me feel confident in being safe to be seen. And so you can kind of get an understanding of what the identities are that you're wanting to shift in by listening to that episode. There's some homework that I gave you in there to listen to, but basically, For me, these are the lessons and the key takeaways that have showed up. Because the first time that I ever posted something on Instagram, I think I went through a fucking ego death. Because there was so much that I had to release right after. There was times where I'm like, just delete it, just delete it. Like People are going to think things about you. People are going to judge you. People aren't going to like it. And so I was battling with myself internally. But the thing that we need to remember is that The more that you stay behind your mind, the more that you're going to create results from your ego. The more that you take actions that are aligned with your heart, the more you're going to show your mind what is possible. And so there was this quote that I heard from Tony Robbins a couple days ago when I was attending one of his live events, which was... If you do things that you once thought were impossible, you expand your identity and you expand what is possible for you. And so what we need to remember is that we're always making decisions based on our current self-identity and our current self-concept. And so if you do something that is beyond your current self-identity and you actually fucking do it, your ego is going to fight tooth and nail to go back to what you previously knew, go back to what you were previously doing. And that's where the most resistance shows up. And so the important thing that you do is let's just say, for example, I'm going to use my story example of posting myself on Instagram and feeling like the most anxiety ever. Like I was so uncomfortable, like, and the stories and things were loud and they were overwhelming. And at this point in time, I had a coach and I was processing all of this to my coach and they're like, this is part of the process this is part of the process this is exactly what's supposed to be happening you're supposed to feel this uncomfortable and it's okay and so one of the practical things that I did was I deleted my Instagram so I stop obsessively checking what happened after I posted something so what I would do in the beginning is I would post the thing if I was super nervous and uncomfortable And then I would delete my Instagram because then that way I wasn't looking for validation from someone outside of me or invalidation, right? And I would just let it go. And I'd give myself like as many hours as it took for me to actually calm myself down so that by the time I came back to it, it was like, okay, I'm not emotionally charged anymore. And the result for me was actually having a lot of positive feedback from people A lot of positive feedback from people it was completely different than what I expected and so from there I was able to create new evidence for me that allowed me to feel more confident the next time I did it but the important thing is is that when you're in the state of the most resistance that is the point where you push through and it's gonna be the hardest on your nervous system it's gonna be the most uncomfortable it's gonna be the time where you literally want to shut down and run from the world and not do anything at all But that's the time where it's for you to step up and rise and to create new evidence. And this is where your thoughts are going to be the loudest. It's where your ego is going to be the loudest. And this is where you have the power to shift your identity. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that. And second is the lessons and key takeaways, which are number one, releasing the expectations of how I want people to perceive me. And so instead of me thinking that I want people to validate me or I want people to see me as a coach or I want people to approve of me, I had to create a perception of myself that only I could validate. And this is super uncomfortable in the beginning because you're going to be battling with a deeper part of you. And so... For myself personally, it was having the validation from a coach that said like, yes, you fit into this. Yes, you are capable of this. Like, yes, you can do this. And then having that external validation from someone who was in a position of where I wanted to be made a lot more sense than me trying to get people who saw me as a past version of me to validate me. Like if I were to ask my mom, like, oh, do you think I could be a life coach? She wouldn't be able to see me beyond what I've been before. But someone who's already shifted their identity and already created those kind of results, they can see me and be like, fuck yeah, you can, because I believe in you, because I believe in myself, because I've done it before. And so surrounding yourself with people who are at the caliber of creation that you want to be in and aligning with them rather than looking for the people in your current reality to approve of you. Okay, and then the other bit was with those people, being okay with people who see the world differently than I do and understanding that everyone will always have a different point of view and that's really what makes us so special as humans is we see the world differently and we think things differently and we have a different understanding of the world and there's going to be people that see things in a different way than you do and that's okay, it's totally okay. Um, and then I think the biggest key component for this is making it bigger than my ego's need for validation and approval. And I started making it more about who would see it and experience something from it. And so I thought about the past version of me who she was so motivated and inspired by people who had done what she wanted to do. And she saw it as an example of what's possible. And so... (laughs) I started being an example of what was possible for my past self. And I started doing it for the previous version of me, the version of Taylor who needed that. And I started talking to the past version of me as if I was just talking to myself simply. And instead of making it about everyone else in the world who could potentially see it, Focus on one. The power of one is significant. You have one conversation with one person. You say one thing, their life completely changes. And so just focusing on talking to one person and one person only. And if you can think of one person in your audience that you're wanting to connect to, imagine your past self in there. And talking to them and sharing your wisdom with them. Because in that way, it's it's more than it is just about all of the people that you're afraid to see be seen by and just focusing on one and that's how it comes from a place of alignment and connection rather than egos need for validation and approval and then the actual practical practical bit that you can do while you're doing these things is number one remember how i said like deleting, deleting your Instagram or deleting the platform, kind of distracting yourself from it because a healthy distraction is sometimes a really good thing. You can go connect with friends. You can go journal. You can go watch TV. You can go hang out somewhere else and just kind of separate yourself from the situation rather than just focusing on it. If you're feeling uncomfortable with that and then, um, creating internal safety while you're doing it and so breathing breathing like breathing in through your nose and then a, an elongated exhale so longer than your inhale and saying the mantra it's safe for me to be seen and so that would even just sound like this and saying in your mind it's safe for me to be seen it's safe for me to be seen and the more that you do that the more that you will Allow safety to enter your body instead of getting stuck in your mind. And then that way, you can start to create evidence for yourself to share from. You can start to create evidence for your ego that it is safe for you to do these things and that this is who you are. And so, the biggest important takeaway is that imposter syndrome really means that you have integrity it shows that you want to be good at this but right now you don't feel like you have the adequate skills and abilities to be that and so what you do is over time you start to compound results compounding results that you can do these things and so it does require inner work it does that's the truth it requires shifting your identity shifting your self-talk shifting your actions and Asking yourself, what can I do on a practical level to feel more confident in my skills? And that might mean like, let's just say, for example, you don't feel ready to coach people. Start by coaching people for free and practice feeling confident and trusting yourself in a session. So then that way, when you do start charging, you have all of this evidence that you can coach people in session and you're good at it. And then let's just say promoting your offers online and you ask yourself, who am I to do this? Like, who am I to do this? I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm ready enough. Ask it with the opposing question. Who am I not to do this? Who am I not to do this? And look at all of the reasons as to why you do have valuable skills to share. So boost yourself up and look at reasons why you actually need to share these things. And doing it for your past self. And then... Remembering that what you're worried that other people are judging in you is what you are judging within yourself. And so if you can step back and look at what am I afraid people are going to judge me for, and then ask yourself the question, what am I judging myself for? Most often, they're going to relate to each other. Most often, you are more afraid of people judging you for what you're already judging yourself for. And so that's where your inner work comes in around releasing that, releasing the judgments that you have on yourself. And so with all of these things in place, imposter syndrome is something that's going to become a part of your past. It's going to be something that you don't carry with you as strongly anymore. And so remembering that it's not going to be an immediate shift this is something that requires inner work compounded over time and so the most important thing that i want to leave you with is that you have to take action despite what your mind is saying despite what your body is saying your body needs to go first and actually do the thing and that's where you're going to meet the most resistance but that doesn't mean that it's wrong it doesn't Because then the more that you do that, the more you're going to have the confidence on a practical level that actually shows you that you are capable of doing these things. And so remember that being ready is a decision that you make, not a feeling that you have. So decide and start. And as you start, you will become ready. You will show yourself what is possible for you and you will shift into the identity of the version of you that feels confident and capable and totally worthy of doing the work that your soul desires. So that is everything that I have for you today on this episode. I hope it was helpful for you. And if it was, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaway or realization was. i love to hear from you guys. So you can share with me on Instagram, even by tagging me on your story at Taylor Tozak with the biggest breakthrough, realization, lessons that you had that came from listening to this episode. And if you want to leave a review on iTunes, I actually offer free coaching sessions for anybody who leaves a five-star written review. Just make sure that before you submit the review, you take a screenshot and send it to me on Instagram. And just as a reminder, my Instagram handle is at taylortozak, T-O-S-C-Z-A-K. And then that way we can set up a session for you to dive even deeper onto whatever goal or challenge or obstacle that you're currently working through right now and I'll provide you with some practical support and coaching so that you have the tools and awareness to walk through this with so much more confidence. I'm so excited to hear from you and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode.